This is The Spot, a BYU-Idaho radio production where we talk about what you're talking about at BYU-Idaho. Today's hosts are me, Christian Nelson. Brianna Leal. Me, Chandler Guadagnin. With special guest, Casey Tillett. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the host. So today we're talking about different colleges at the school, and we're going to kick it off with the College of Business and Communications. And today we have a special guest with us who is an alumni who graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Communications, Casey Tillett. Casey, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course. Casey graduated in 20... Go ahead and tell the audience. I graduated 2023, December, fall semester. So not that long ago. Very, very recent. Yeah. And um, you graduated with what emphasis? Uh, I graduated communication with the emphasis of video production. Mm -hmm. And I had a module in social and digital media trying to spread out and do something a little bit different. Yeah, for sure. A question that I may have for you is, um, what are the main responsibilities that you have within that major? So, um, so for communications, um, the main responsibility is communicating, which sounds kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. But even no, no matter what uh, emphasis you take, you have to take these classes that teach you how to communicate with others, how to appropriately respond to different like conflicts and challenges there are like I remember taking a class called interpersonal theory or interpersonal theory and practice I think is what it was amazing class like any any major could take that class and find something useful and it was really just about like becoming friends with people in the class is really what I thought it was Um, and so with that you're able to like learn a lot about like not only like personal relationships, but like work environment relationships through communications. That's really amazing. And actually there are some similarities between um, the communication major and the marketing, or as you could say, the business major. So essentially marketing also uses PR, which is essentially promotes, which essentially promotes their product. So in PR, you also handle crisis situations to where something wrong has happened within whatever um, within whatever problem occurs within the business or any other field. But is that also communications? Uh, I'm pretty sure PR is. I don't know all of them that well. I really stuck with my the ones I was good at. <laughs> But uh, I know PR is, I know, I think mar- marketing is business. I've worked with some marketing guys. I, I worked for Soapbox here on campus, which oh, is an ad yeah. agency. So I've talked to a lot of those uh, people who are in that. So it's been interesting to see their perspectives. Yeah. Casey, I know. So one of the reasons we want to do this is a lot of new students or people who have been going to school for a while, but maybe questioning their choices up to this point, uh, a lot of them want to know what the experience is like. In in your what like how do I put it in your college right in the mm-hmm. college of communications because some people may be looking at communications and wondering if that's the right avenue for them. Um, what type of what type of things have you gone through in your in your college journey mm-hmm. that have have benefited you? What are some of the highlights of of being a communications major mm-hmm. in your opinion? 
I would say the main highlight for me and kind of the reason why I chose communications is that it's a lot of hands-on experience. When, since I'm the video emphasis, I was able to actually use like $1,000 cameras, the, like actual equipment to record things. I was able to I was able to find a job that helped me to better my experience in the degree, but also as just a like a filmmaker or making like advertisements, things like that. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And those are like traditionally very creative things, mm-hmm. right? But you're kind of learning this this business application of them, mm-hmm. or or a like a a bachelor of science version uh, as opposed to an art degrees version of of mm-hmm. video production. But it gives you that that room to still be a creative, right? Yeah, that is also one of the things I really liked about it. I wanted to not only make something that felt fulfilling to me, but something that would provide for my family. So I was able to, I I remember taking a class, uh, it was media business ownership that taught me how to start a business and apply the the creative aspects into a more, uh, more like uh, in a business way, I guess. So you mentioned media business ownership. Um, what are some other classes aside from that and interpersonal theory that have left an impression on you? Mm, okay. Um, for me, for video emphasis, there are four main classes that kind of go through all the different uh, aspects of video where you're making advertisements. There's a class where you make a documentary. There's a class where you make a short film. And... The, the the last two, I took them where I made a short film with a group of friends and then I made a documentary all by myself. And those classes are the ones where I learned the most. Um, and it was, it, it, honestly, it like really stretched me to do a full six, eight minute uh, documentary by myself on a topic that I had to choose. I had to like talk to people to like uh, get interviews and make sure that I can make this whole product alone. And that was that was a lot. It was a long semester. That <laughs> yeah, sounds like a lot of work. But it sounds like a lot of fulfilling work. Oh, yeah. Definitely fulfilling work. It's one of my favorite things I've made. Definitely something you'd want to put on a like a portfolio, right? Right. Portfolio, demo reel, anything like that. And I know that it's been a short time since you've graduated, but what does the landscape look like for you after you've graduated so far? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. So uh, I, I'm i still here at, in Rexburg because uh, my wife is still going to school. And honestly, around here, not a lot of jobs for, for video. There are a few things in Idaho Falls and farther and farther away. Um, but uh, thankfully, there are a lot of uh, online remote jobs for editing, uh, especially for editing either educational series or just like small advertisements, being able to work in in programs like Adobe uh, Premiere or even DaVinci Resolve have been able to help me to find, like look for jobs that I could work from home and really work from anywhere. And they don't pay great, but there's still something. They help me uh, develop my skills as I want to move on to either a place that has more, more jobs, which would be like either California or even Georgia. They have a lot of video production work there but i've looked in utah has a lot of ad advertising agencies that i could go for that's, that's kind of where i want to go so we'll see how that goes i have to wait until my wife graduates 
How long she got? Only two semesters. Only two more semesters. You got it. Including oh, you got it. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, by summer, you I'll got be out this. of here. This is my last winter. So. <laughs> right on. You don't have to deal with the Rexburg winters anymore. Yeah, that's that's the hope. <laughs> that begs the question then. I want to know, not necessarily if you could go back and change anything, but if you could go back and, and give advice to your, your still-in-school self, your younger self, what advice would you give them as they, as you prepare to leave and go into the workforce? That is a very good question. I've thought about it a lot. So originally, I went to school for mechanical engineering and quickly learned that was not for me. Uh, I went and served a mission, came back, and I was like, all right, I got to do something else. Really quickly, where'd you serve? Oh, I served mission? in uh, West Virginia. Charleston, cool. West Virginia mission. There you go. Um, so I came back, and I try- I was like, you know what? Uh, let's take a career uh, like exploration class. And in that class, uh, it like was like talking about these different things and showed a lot of different majors. And from that class, I learned... I wanted to be a CIT major at the time, and that was another mistake. It wasn't until I had some friends who were like, hey, yeah, just do a, like, a minor in communications because like, we're, we're doing the full major for it, but there's some fun classes that are very helpful for no matter what you go into. I was like, okay, cool. And I took those classes, and I was like, oh, I love this way more. So if I could go back and tell my younger self, I would say, hey, do something that you love, not something that you think will make you money. Because that's really why I tried the other two. They, I thought they would provide for my family. They would help me to live a life that I want. But later on, I realized that t- to live a life I want, I have to do something that I want with my life. I think that's a, a good bit of wisdom is I had a I had a boss when I was in high school that talked to me about, and this is like a cliche, but it's so true, that if you love what you do you don't work a day in your life and mm. you make that money and you make things work, but there's a plethora of options um, besides getting um, a degree in something that you feel like you're not going to enjoy, but you're going to get money out of as opposed to you're going to enjoy it and you'll find a way to make money out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, it's interesting that you say that because I've heard that all my life. Like, yeah, if you do what you enjoy, you'll never work a day in your life. I'm like, yeah. That's probably right, but it's still work. And then it wasn't until I actually experienced that. Like, oh, I get it. It's still work, but you're, you, you have this fulfillment. Or at least I have this fulfillment that comes from that work. So I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, I think being fulfilled in your work is such an important part of not getting burnt out, right? Because mm. I think a lot of people, even college students, really struggle with that. Even when you are doing something you love, doing it six to eight hours a day, with no break, burns anybody out, right? Mm-hmm. But if you really love it, once you take that break and you're able to kind of get over that that hurdle of being burnt out, you want to go back to it, mm-hmm. right? There's that that drive that makes you want to get back up on the horse, right? And 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 do these things because it's it's what fulfills you. Right. And it sounds to me like that's kind of what you you did. You you went through this this journey where you tried things that maybe didn't didn't always fit right or weren't exactly what you wanted and then you found what you wanted in in communications and i think there's a lot of people who you know are going through that right now where they're wondering maybe some of them are in communications and they're wondering what else you know and that's why we we're doing this so that's super cool mm-hmm. I mean, that's super cool that that's a huge part of your story 
right? Yeah. Um, what was the process like in changing your major for, for students who might be curious about that? Because that seems like a big switch. Honestly, the school actually makes it pretty easy through, uh, I hate to say this, through, through the grad planner. The grad planner, not my favorite thing, but it works. When it works, it does a lot of like good things, and you can approve uh, what you want for, like when you change your major for things like that. But you can always go to the, the oh, what's it called? The, I think you were just there. Is that the... the, the like a faculty, mem- faculty mentor? Faculty men- mentor. Uh, mentor. Yeah, faculty mm-hmm. mentor can help you. There is the, it's in the MC. There is a place where oh. you can talk and they'll help <clears throat> you like go through grad planner and, oh man, we got to know Academic advising. Academic yeah. advising. Academic advising. I was there nonstop <clears throat> every time I changed my major. Um. And they, they can walk through it, and even if a student can't do it, there's always, like, another faculty that can help you. And I was able to talk to a faculty when I swapped from CIT to communications because it was such a big jump, and I already had, like, mm-hmm. a good, a sizable amount of credits. But being able to change your major um, makes it that any credits you did take can be applied to electives or, like, specific uh, requirements that you may have. So it's a, it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to be stuck with CIT and mechanical engineering like for like ever and like have those credits. But through academic advising, I, they were able to help me out. And it's not something to be afraid of. I was curious about this, so I looked this up. And according to UC Davis, the number of students in the nation who change their majors are at 75%. So they wow. students change their major, uh, 75% of them change their major at least one time during their college career. And you, you did multiple times. And mm-hmm. that's what I've heard from people is they do it multiple times. Right. Mm-hmm. But at least one time, 75% of the nation's students do that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're going, it's not like you're looking at going, I quit on this. No, you're trying to find things that you love and you enjoy and that are fulfilling to you. And so if 75% of the students can do it and they go out and they are successful in their careers, you can do it too, if you so desire. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I think that for me, growing up in the early 2000s, early 2010s, going to high school at that time, there was this really big emphasis on, like, never waste your time. And you're, like, if you don't know what you want to be by the time you're a freshman in high school, uh, I, I remember I, I went to a, like, it, it's very vivid because I remember it scared me, uh, this this assembly at my high school where they talked about how if you don't know what you want to be right now or what you want to go and major in in college, you wasted middle school. It was a, as a freshman in high school. And I remember that because I remember I remember telling my parents that and then being like, that's crazy. You're, that's crazy. I can't believe they tell you guys stuff like that. But it's, you know, there's this huge emphasis on don't, don't waste time. Time is, you know, precious and you can't waste it. And there's some truth to that. But I also think there's some truth to taking time to figure yourself out and understanding what you love to do and what you enjoy. And there's so many, there's so many people who, you know, I mean, they're not, they're not a millionaire by 25. Most people are not a millionaire by 25, right? Or, uh, right. It, it takes time. Everyone takes time. And I think that's what college is all about, right? We're trying to figure out what's the best path for us. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what should matter first, yeah, I, I had the exact same experience. Uh, growing up in California, all my friends are talking about like, oh, I have to do this so I can get into this UC. I have to get into this like crazy school down yep. in LA. And I was like, 
I'm gonna go to BYU. I don't know which one, but I'll go to whatever one will take me. And just seeing my college experience compared to them, they they knew what they wanted from middle school, but it didn't always fulfill them. Mm-hmm. And they like a lot of them talk about like, oh, I, I really didn't like this program, but I, I like I persevered, and now I'm here making money and living. And they're like doing good. They're doing better, but I think. For me, coming to BYUI has given me that space to kind of experiment, to learn and to grow and to like find out what I really wanted. And with the classes I did take, even even though I swapped from a like very mechanical CIT side to a art, not artsy, but more creative communication side, I still use the skills I learned in CIT. A lot of that can be transferred over. There are times where you need a problem solve like it's a, a coding problem. And then there, in the same time in CIT, there are times where you need to be a little bit more creative with what you were doing. Totally. I, yeah, I think that what it really comes down to is there's always time, mm-hmm. right? There's always time and you can always learn something, like you said, from the things that even if it's not exactly what you want to do, there's always something applicable and there's something that you can learn there that helps you out somewhere else, right? Mm -hmm. Because education is this one big hole. It all kind of supports itself, and that's very cool. Thank you for for sharing that. Yeah, Yeah. and I agree because um, especially when I started my business major, I already knew what I wanted to do because previous to coming here, I took BYU Pathways, and I really enjoyed social media marketing And so I knew I wanted to go into some sort of business major or marketing major. And then I took a class that allowed me to explore options within the business um, area or field. And there's so many different options you could choose from accounting, um, business analytics, business management. So essentially, if you want to figure out what you want to do, if you ever choose to explore any business majors or even associate's degrees, um, I would look into business management. So that's a specific major that allows you to explore different opportunities within um, any business um, area that you even want to look into. So I highly recommend. It is so good to explore your different options. Even if it's not a business major that you want to go into, take whatever classes you can to explore your options. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Brianna, you're our you're our business major here. The rest of us are communications man, man majors, um, <laughs> managers. Communications, communications <laughs> managers is what I wanted to say for some reason. But yeah, and so we don't really have a lot of um, of a viewpoint on um, on the the college of business, but you do. So. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. um, What's been your experience so far with it? Um, it's <laughs> if you want a life, don't do anything pretty crazy. Like I don't. I mean, some people really enjoy accounting. Accounting it has to do a lot with numbers. Um, accounting also has to do with auditing. Um, also, just recording all your finances. Um, analytics go into. Um, all the things, all the, how would you say, all the data that worked previously with the business or all the data that wasn't working previously and looking into what you can do to increase your profit within that business. 
And I want to say business management operations includes um, production management. So how much of a certain product you're going to produce, the, the production forecast, which is instead of doing this much production at this time, say, let's see, since it's not the winter time, you're not going to want to produce a lot. So say you're a, you're a sweets sort of organization, you create these sweets. So you don't want to create too much hot chocolate outside of the winter time because essentially you would be wasting money because no, I don't, I don't think a lot of people drink a lot of hot chocolate outside of the winter time, but you're going to want to make less, especially during the summer. So that's essentially what product management operations do. Yeah. Really quickly, you uh-huh. also had an opportunity to talk with a faculty member. Um, so we will play that right now and maybe they, they can talk about some of that too. Yeah. Okay. So I have in here interviewing Brother Eager and what has been your personal experiences that you've had within the business um, career field? So before I came here to BYU-Idaho, um, so I've, I've been here at BYU-Idaho for about 15 years, teaching mostly marketing classes and some business classes. But before that, um, I came directly, I was uh, vice president of marketing at Denny's Restaurants, and I was that for about five years before I came here. And that was marketing and product development. So basically all the new foods that come out and uh, and then like how we talk about them and how do, you know, kind of doing all the advertising and, um, and the marketing. Um, before that, I was at a place called Blockbuster Video. I'm not sure if your listeners will remember that name, but I was uh, over there concept development area. And uh, I don't think we have enough time to go into that. So I'll just make that one short. It didn't end well for Blockbuster. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I, I left before before it actually really got rough. Um, before that, I was at Pizza Hut and was also in their new product development group. Um, and then also did some other areas of marketing, but mostly new product development marketing or new product marketing and product development. So over about 15 to 17 years, those were the main companies that I worked for. And then, uh, and then made a switch and decided to come here to BYU-Idaho to teach marketing and business. Yeah. And for the new product development, would you say that's a part of the business management operations? It depends. If, uh, if it's a consumer product or a consumer service, then marketing is it's more heavily marketing focused. If it's maybe uh, if it's more technical or it's automotive or some other areas, then it might it might fall more under engineering or possibly under operations. But typically new product and new concept development in a consumer brand is going to be marketing that kind of is more involved in that. Okay. Yeah. And then also for the second question I have for you, what classes would you recommend to new students? Because I know yeah. you're very well informed in the marketing yeah. aspect of business. Um, what kind of classes would you recommend that new yeah. students would try out? So if you know you want to go into marketing, or at least you suspect you want to go into marketing, it's one of the areas you're interested in, but you're not sure. 
Because most students, including myself, when I was new, I really didn't know what I wanted to go into. And so what I would recommend is take a number of courses that give you a taste of different types of, whether it's business courses, marketing courses, you know, biology courses, whatever it might be, explore kind of those entry-level courses fairly broadly until you know what feels like it fits. If you already know that you want to go into marketing or you strongly suspect that, then I'd probably recommend just Marketing 100, which is careers in marketing. And that will really help you more clearly understand, like, so what is marketing? What does it feel like? What is it like to be a marketer? What is it like to have a career in marketing? What kind of skills do I need? Um, and it explores six or seven different areas within marketing that you might be a good fit for or that could be a good fit for you. So that would be, again, if it's marketing, then that's what it what I would be one of the first classes I took would be Marketing 100. If you want to just jump right in and do marketing or learn specifically how to market rather than learning about careers in marketing, then I'd probably take Marketing 250, uh, which is web business creation. It's a digital marketing course. Mm -hmm. um, and within that one, you actually like, you start up a business online and you run that business online. So you're using Google ads, you're using Google analytics, you're, you're, you know, using some form of, of, uh, web tool to, to create a, a website. Um, and it's just a great introduction to that. The other course might be marketing 351, which is social media marketing. And it's a, it's a pretty good, it gives you a pretty broad idea, again, of the social media side of digital marketing. And then we also have sales courses. So um, professional selling would also be a great course to take. Now, we just had a number change on that. So I can't remember exactly what the number is for that one. It definitely starts with an MKT. Um, but I can't remember the number. But it is, it's called professional selling. And uh, it's a fantastic course also to give you a little introduction to what sales is like as well. Thank you, Brianne, for that interview. What what I what I want to know, and I think what the audience would really love to know is like what are some personal classes you've taken that you've really like enjoyed and you've gained something from uh, in the college of business? Is there anything that you've learned that you've been like, oh, that like that makes sense and that that like has given you kind of uh, excitement for your future career? Yeah, actually, the re I did slightly change my major in the beginning because, as I said before, I wanted to go into social media marketing. And essentially, you could do that in a comm major. But then I really enjoyed um, digital marketing. So I, I was like, ew, digital marketing? <laughs> like yeah. email marketing? Who uses that anymore? <laughs> but email marketing, Google search engine optimization, um, I took it with Brother Maroon, Matthew Maroon. He is so amazing. He's such a great teacher. He made it so easy to um, to understand, and he gave you also um, physical, almost like hands-on learning because it's just he's just made it so enjoyable that I really found that digital marketing can be effective. So I was like, who even uses email anymore? But
but believe it or not, the older generations do. Mm-hmm. So it's very effective with the older generations. And Google search engine optimization is essentially, um, um, it's the Google ads that you see. So if you're looking for a specific thing, say you're looking for a Bluetooth mouse on the internet and you search up Bluetooth mouse, it will provide paid ads for you so that you're at the top of that search engine or there's the free ads. Um, and those are essentially, the um, they're more lower, but they're still there depending on how well you advertise it for. Mm-hmm. And I just really enjoyed that. And yeah. the, also, uh-huh. Sorry, go ahead. Also, another class that really helped me was taking, especially as we did that interview with Brother Drew Eager, um, I actually, when I first got here, I took also, I believe it was a introduction to business class. I believe so. And it was just really amazing to see the different aspects of the business world. So there's the production, um, advertising, there's the finance, and it was very informational and you could automatically know. You did a little research on each throughout the entire semester so you would automatically know this is not what I'm looking for, but I do enjoy researching more about this specific topic. Yeah, and that's super cool. Like, especially when you're talking about Google um, search engine optimization, like that sounds like such a marketable skill to me, right? Like that's something that is a huge part of, of business and media today. And and that's, that's super cool. Um, really quickly... Uh, I also wanted to to talk to Chandler about his uh, his path in college, and and the reason I kind of want to point this out is because um, Casey and I are both video video <laughs> emphasis guys, which is uh, how I know Casey and how we got him onto the show, and um, we had we had some we have some similarities in what we enjoy, right? Um, but Chandler uh, is a communications major as well. But Chandler, what is your emphasis in your module? News journalism. Yeah. Which is completely different, right? You're not working with, uh, you know, different cameras and stuff like that. You're learning to be a journalist. And so what, um, what classes have you taken and what things have you learned that have impacted you so far? It's a great question. Um, so one of the things that stuck out to me, intro to communications, uh, with sister schools, Um, it's an early morning class, but it's worth it because it's similar to the career exploration, exploration class that Casey took in the fact that, um, she walks you through different careers you could take as well as different classes within those careers. Um, so that's very, very helpful. Um, something that I've taken three times, uh, radio station practicum. I'm a big radio station guy. I love radio. I have actually been working in radio for eight years. Um, started in high school and now I'm here doing it at the college level. But, um, so that's really cool. If you're interested in that, uh, the other thing is the scroll here on campus. If you're more interested in the writing and journalism aspects of it, um, there are some great people in scroll and we have a student led, uh, news organization that does that. And they are very helpful in that. And they're faculty mentors, um, that walk you through that as well. And they're just some of the, those are just some of the key classes that I have, I've enjoyed and that have helped me a lot. Um, but yeah. That's awesome. And so 
what I kind of wanted to point out there is even though like the three of us are communications and business is under the same college umbrella, there's so many different avenues you can go down uh, and so many different things you can learn and classes you can take and career paths uh, that are available. And so, you know, exploring is is just part of the college experience. And that's a, it's a very... Uh, it's a very cool thing to be able to do to take this time to to kind of figure out what uh what you're passionate about. So, and Casey, thank you so much for uh, for being on the show today with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been uh, it's been fun. You've been listening to the Spot, a production of BYU Idaho Radio. Today's hosts are me, Christian Nelson, me, Brianna Leal, me, Chandler Guadagnin, with special guest Casey Tillett. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho Radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. This episode was edited by me, Christian Nelson. Producers were the hosts with supervision by Brandon Isle. Our theme music is Finding Happiness by DJ Quads and The Perpetual Ticking of Time by Artificial Music. To listen to more episodes of The Spot, like and follow us on social media, or you can visit the website byui.edu slash radio and click podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to BYU-Idaho Radio Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And also leave a review of the show and comment on what we should talk about next.